It's time for Make Us a Mixtape. My name is Paul Farvar. I'm Marty DeRosa. And uh, we are really excited this new project we started. Uh, I don't know, Marty, what do, you, what do you think so far of what we've done? It's taking the nation by storm. Yeah, we're going to uh, be so rich and famous, as I've so told you. Paul always just texts me, we're going to be so rich and so famous. <laughs> um, I don't believe that's going to happen, but either way, uh, it's been fun listening to people's uh, uh, mixtapes, yeah. if you will, and uh, hearing songs that I, I and bands that I never would have... Uh, given a, a Some second I, thought to. Right, right. And then, and by the way, if you uh, have comments of anything that we've done so far, or you want to pitch your own mixtape to us, it's Paul, paulmartymix at gmail.com. And uh, please, if you like this show, please review us, tell your friends, subscribe. That's right. The other day I was, I was listening to some, uh, was it Johnny Thunder? I was listening to some, oh, uh, yeah. some Johnny Thunder. One Thunders. of our past episodes. That's right. Yeah, so it's yeah. like these are songs now that I'm just like, I would have never we're, listened to this. We're learning. And, yes. uh, and also, most importantly, please check out our sponsors. Make us a mixtape time. Hey, Marty. Hey, I'm ready. We're, we're already talking. This is going to yeah. be a good one because you know before we start recording, we're talking and it's we're already talking. And everybody's just yelling, shut the, up, shut up, shut up. It. So let's save jump. It. Let's jump right into it. Uh, yeah, Marty, I want to say the backstory why I, I wanted this guest. So uh, this gentleman I've been friends with for about seven years, uh, working the industry in comedy, uh, comedian and works at uh, Zany's, one of the one of the head honchos there that makes and breaks society here. <laughs> yeah. But uh <laughs> the one thing that we've had in common or not in common is our love and hatred of uh, music. Uh, I've introduced him to some bands that he said he hated. Nice. Uh, Foreigner. So, yeah, you weren't introducing me. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was already the, the I despised them for many them. years. Yeah. Because of their sound, it just was repetitive. Boom. Just, and, oh. And, this, uh, and uh, every time I've seen you, I've brought new foreigner songs to the table, and you still hold that grudge? Yeah, they go right in the garbage. <laughs> hold, the on, hold on, that you hold on. Did you officially in? introduce our guest? Dan Carlson. Dan. Hi. First of all, your voice is just sounding Perfect so good. Perfect for podcast. <laughs> this is a, a radio voice, if I've ever heard one. This is, uh, maybe we'll have you introduce the songs and hit the post, and, uh, <laughs> sure. and, and we'll have you do that. Um, okay, so Paul comes at you with who, Foreigner? Well, so Dan plays the intro and outro music for uh, comedians. Uh, you just do it at Old Town, and he and he picks some really good bangers, as we say yes. here on the show. And then uh, and then sometimes we talk about music. And one of the artists that you and I talk about a lot is on your list. But the one thing I, I don't remember how it came up, but Foreigner was my brother's uh, my brother older brother's favorite band, and I like them, and I think they should be in the Hall of Fame and all this stuff. And uh, Dan is looking at me with so much anger right now. No, they were popular. That, that's true. They were popular, and they had the, in your generation. Hits, but, yeah, but I just, uh, I just never bought what was, into what it. What was the vibe of your of your crew back then about Foreigner? What was the vibe, or what was your vibe? It, it, there was too much radio play. Too much. Too for pop. It. It got, it, it, There was too much of it. There's certain songs that uh, I don't want to hear again. You know, Bob O'Reilly. I never want to hear that song. Not that it's an epic song, yeah. but I just yeah. I've heard it yeah. enough. Foreigners, um, the I want to know. Feel like making love by Bad Company, over and over. Even if you take stop. a break from it for like ten years, I have, and I don't want to hear it okay. again. No, I just don't. I don't. And Foreigner, uh, anything they do, is uh, I've heard it enough. But the deep cuts I've played you, like Blue Morning, Blue Day. It's not deep. I've heard. Deeper. I mean, I've had. I, I I own their albums. Okay, okay. so I did uh, listen to them, <laughs> so and I just he's got the albums. You can't fault him, Paul. I know. Did you, did you listen to Foreigner? No. So before we started recording, uh, one of your bands sort of I put in this category of bands I'm aware of, but I'm just I just there's a block I don't want to listen to them. Uh, Foreigner, yes, the the like I'm just like yeah, I but don't, yes, yes is I like the, yes. Should I listen to any of those? Yes bands? is the only Yellow. concert that I fell asleep at, and I had seventh <laughs> row tickets. <laughs> Well, I could see how some of those songs, when they go in their prog rock like runs of music, uh, yeah, Steve they get Howe, just the the vocal. Just, nah, nah. I like their poppy hits, like their hits, like later in life, like uh, Big Generator and all those things that came out uh, in the late '80s, early '90s. What about like what about Rush? Rush? I put Rush yeah. in that list. Rush, too. I don't. Rush, like, I'm nah. done with. No, <laughs> okay. I'm good. No, good. seriously, I'm I done love with this. it. I love it. 
I like I'd rock. Like, yeah. I, th- it's not that I don't like rock, but it's just stop it. I just feel like a lot of those bands. I did like Rush uh, or Getty Lee when he did uh, the Bob and Doug McKenzie take off to the Great White North. Okay. That comedy. Some Canadian. That oh, I didn't know yeah. he did that. Yeah, it's hilarious. Huh. Yeah, I just there's just those bands where I'm just, and I can have people. We could be drinking and they'd be like, oh, dude, you whatever you do, do yourself a favor yeah. and listen to this Rush song. And I'm just like, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to listen. And it doesn't matter. That, it doesn't matter. I do feel your sentiment about certain songs like, all right, I've heard it enough. And I, and I do get that. And I was like that with a lot of Rush songs because they were so popular. Uh, that Maybe not so much radio, but you'd go every party and there were a lot of people who like Rush, mm-hmm. um, Foreigner maybe to some extent, Bad Company, um, Hootie and the Blowfish later in life. <laughs> but, you know. I still think that Rush is one of those perennial bands, just like this big sound, man. Three yeah. <clears throat> three person band that just puts out noise, lots of volume yeah. and noise. Like the Police, greatest. Like the Who, greatest trio of all time. All right, but we, but we, but Let's that brings in. us to uh, one of the bands that is is a, a perennial favorite of everybody in that generation, and you have starting starting the the uh, mixtape for us. I didn't really put these in any particular okay. order. But, no uh, Paul messes up anyway. So Life during wartime, Talking Heads. Yeah. Who, well, does, well, it, who does not? Let like, me ask like you a you question said. about the Talking Heads. So back in the day, you're listening to Talking Heads. Did they like change everything? Like you, There's one of these bands where you're just like, and then this band played at CBGB's and changed everything. No, no. They didn't change everything. They were, they were just cool. They were alternative to what was being put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was rock. and It was Aerosmith. It was... I mean, Elton John was uh, was big as well as far as being more, mm-hmm. I don't want to say lame, but not hard rock, you know. <laughs> Going to concerts and stuff back then, it was just all just rock. How do you hear about Talking Heads back in the day? Uh, my cousin was a big fan and, okay. and hanging with him, who I got into comedy with, just okay. listening to comedy albums when we were in, like, in junior high school. He was like the tastemaker. He was like, listen I, to this, listen n- to this. Nah, we just did it together. Cheech okay. and Chong was real big, and just George Carlin. I love the idea things. of just two people sitting around listening we to were a comedy album. Our, it was the best. So man. crazy. The best. Just like, I always remember like that awkwardness of like as a kid being like, you got to hear this, and you play it, and you're just like, okay, but like, do I look at you? Do I not look at you? Like, I don't know what to do. If, if I'm like, you got to hear this. I remember like back in the day, for me, it was like the combo of comedy and music of listening to like an NWA album. They would do like those sketches. They would do like sketches <laughs> in between. In between. Songs, yeah. And it was like, oh my God, this is so funny. But it was just like sharing that with somebody and being like, oh man, this is great. I can't even believe this is a thing right here. Well, we for music though, like sometimes you're just so into the music, you're just kind of either drunk or high, you're listening to it, and you're just vibing yeah. to it. For comedy albums, there is that interaction basis where you like look at each other like, oh my God, he just said that. Like, yeah. I, I remember that with uh, Eddie Murphy. I like uh, with this raw. with this Talking Heads song too. It sounds a little sleazy. Like I like a little. It's got like a, it's, a sleazy it's little. It's not, it's not totally it. pop. Yeah, you know what they still were... discoy a little bit. Yeah, it's got that. It's got that uh, rhythm. But was there? But the, but the lyrics. I mean, just the story that they're telling. It's it's yeah. pretty cool, man. Was there a basis for these five songs in particular? Like, is there a common thread? Um, you know, I was wondering, I'm driving in, I was going, is there a common thread? Um, I've, I've seen everybody in concert except for uh, one of them. Okay. We'll get to that, I guess. <laughs> you did see Talking Heads recently, I know. I saw David, David Byrne, Byrne yeah. yeah, at the Auditorium And he, did he do all these songs? Uh, he did qu- quite a few of them. Uh, it was an incredible show. I had balcony seats, which actually I was happy about Better. because of the way that he creates visuals with an army of people that just it's like a i guess a flag crew for a in between halftime show or something the way he does stuff yeah you show me the pictures of the of the theater of that of that concert are you have you seen talking heads no in concert okay no other than watching you know what they uh what it stopped making sense i think was their documentary they did at the park west uh, which would have been very cool. Yeah. Park West is weird, man. There's no backstage to that. You know, you have to go. You have to in go that. out the side. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I like. I was. I saw a band at Subterranean. And they're like, hey. Um, Backstage is this weird spiral staircase, yeah, and they're like, it's too much of a hassle. So when we say this is our last song, it's not really our last song, uh, but we're just gonna stand here Talk, and yeah. we'll take it in, and then we'll pretend we're doing it or not. I, I appreciate that when people are just like, let's not fuck around. I don't want to bullshit with you. I am gonna do all those songs, but I'm gonna go for a second. We're gonna go in, yeah, yeah, and just like I'll be right back. Uh, but yeah, that's probably one of those concerts too when everybody said, oh yeah, I was at that. 
It's like, no, you oh weren't. God, you weren't know, there. You know, and the and the stones being at uh, uh, Kingston. My, oh yeah, I oh, was no, there when they dropped door. in. Or well, double double, double but, door. Yeah, yeah. Do just, you have one concert that you regret not going to, that you could have went to? Uh in uh, yeah, in the late uh, late seventies, I could or early eighties, I think it was. I could have seen the Stones in. Um, it was what was it? In, it was in Philadelphia, the old football stadium they had there. I oh, Spectrum. No, no, that's no, basketball. It was, oh, yeah, it's it like was Joe, a, a name a guy's name. No, um, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It was the just stadium. a real old, old, old yeah. stadium. Yeah, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That's nice. where I was born. I should know that. But yeah, I love those ideas of like I could have went. I could have went to the last Grateful Dead concert before Jerry Garcia passed I was there. away. But I went to wrestling instead at the United Center. I've I've seen everybody that I I really wanted to see over over the years. One I did get to see Pink Floyd uh, do their wall tour in uh, in in New York back 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 way back. Is that what, what's the best concert you've seen? That was pretty pretty incredible. That's up there. Um, yeah. Veteran Stadium, is that what it was called? Veteran Stadium, there you yeah. Go. Yeah, it was. Good call, Paul. On top of it. Good Googling. Um, I, the one band that I didn't get to see that I always, I, I could have seen Bruce Springsteen at Wrigley. Yeah. And then I missed it because it was raining. I'm like, oh, it's going to rain. And I had a show the next day in, in Champaign. I was like, ah, I don't, don't want to be tired. It's <laughs> rainy. And then I missed it. But then I got to see him on the tour, the later tour. Where was that the one where it rained, but he still played like two hours? Yeah. Okay. It was like one of the best That's shows. The, his history is playing forever. And That's what I was thinking. I, I'm like, I I'm was not thinking, gonna... yeah. And then I ended up buying tickets to. I never got to see him. And then Bruce? I bought tickets to a show, and it was it was an acoustic show. And you know what? I I sold the tickets. So I never Brit Springsteen. I never did see. I saw where he did the whole album, um, the river, uh, the river, uh-huh. which I didn't know a lot of the deep cuts on that album. And then at the end, he did some of the hits. And then it was right after Glenn Fry had died two days before. Oh. And then he did some Glenn Fry songs, which was badass and David Bowie stuff. So it was pretty cool. Have you seen the stones like recently in the last, like, yeah, I just saw him at soldier. Field How was on the that? 25th. I thought it was going to be all right. Bucket list. Knock off that. Cause I, I throw out my, I never saw the stones. So the Gotta regret, the yeah. regret. And so, yeah. And, uh, I thought, okay, I, I was blown away at how Mick. You've seen videos now yeah. that are on little clips of it. He, I saw the video of him like training to get back in shape. Unbelievable, and stuff. man! Well, and he pulled up his shirt and he's got a six pack and he's just running and he's so just wild. rocking. Like, it's Iggy just like Pop what? these guys have abs. exactly. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I, maybe they had surgery back then at abs implanted. Ab surgery. Well, the next song on your list is actually a Stone song, so I thought that'd be a good time to go into. Now, this is a kind of a deeper cut. Mercy, mercy. Yeah. Yeah, this one I to make go. way now for the stars of our show, the Rolling Stones. And you go deep into their singles on iTunes to find this one. Listen, what is it about you, this song? If you listen to it just a, a, for a few times, yeah. man, you're hooked. Awesome. You're totally I do hooked. like their old kind of like Ed Sullivan era sound. of it's like, sound. yeah, I like it's, it. It's twangy, but you still tremolo. get mixed. Uh huh. Real stuff. This this is fun because like especially watching clips like this like when they were doing like an Ed Sullivan or something like that or TV back in the day, they looked like they're just like they it's like they have this secret where they're like we're really bad but we're playing good boys right now but pretty soon well they were competing with the Beatles yeah the and then the and then it's I always remember seeing uh, a clip and I don't know what show it was on of them singing Paint It Red Paint, or Paint It, it Black Paint yeah. It Black Paint It Red uh, wow, Paint new It Black and yeah. uh, and. And Which is a great tune. It's great so tune. evil, yeah. and I think of like some old, you know, some old person watching, being like, "Oh my God, these people are devil the devil. Here. Like, yeah. This is the devil's music because it's so it's well." They such dug an evil that song. stuff up, and for the the concerts, mm-hmm. if you look at their playlist, which is pretty pretty much standard, they've got a vote song and a few that they mix up, but painted black. They're digging to some old stuff, yeah, and it's not just standard. I like how I some of these bands are now just kind of like, "All right, we give up. This is what you want." This is what you, yeah, we're. we're we're done. We're not going to, we're not gonna, you know, steal wheel, <laughs> steal yeah, wheels yeah, or whatever. Exactly, exactly. Like, I saw right. the Steel Wheels tour. It was like '89. I was uh, Voodoo yeah. Lounge. Voodoo so, Lounge. Yeah, that album was horrible. It was yeah. like you know what? Emotions or There's something? a Keith Richards song called "The Worst" on there where Keith Richards sings, 
and he's got such an interesting voice. It's so I, I'm such Happy's a fan. the one that I oh I, yeah that I enjoy that that he does. He the rest of it, I don't know. You know, his Keith, solo Keith Richards' was band was Keith Richards and the Expensive Winos. I remember being a kid, being like, "That's oh, you a know badass what? I name. That. I remember That's that. a that badass was... name for a band, <laughs> Keith Richard and the Expensive Winos." But yeah, he sings a song called "The Worst," and it's just like such a simple, fun little song where it's just like ah, I love it. But yeah, this is that era of the this, this song was one of the vote songs. They played it on this 65. tour in Washington, D.C. The last time they played it was 1969 live. Oh, wow. So it was, That's historic. It, so yeah, just listening, you know, bringing it back. Because I, I forgot about it. And then I started. So I play this after shows a lot. Just, yeah. I just, it's a good I, winding down song. I love it. Man. Yeah. But you listen to it and you just, you get hooked after it. Are you a music guy or a lyric guy? Um, a little bit of both. A little bit. This is so simple, though. The lyrics are, you know, simple. I, you know what's funny? You're talking about the Keith Richards album. That "Take It So Hard" was a good song. That was a hit on that album. Uh, Talk is cheap. Remember that? Why well, you take it so hard? I can't say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good. It was a good That's album. Right. He had a bunch of songs. You'll on see. That. We're gonna close the show with the worst, and I think he'll be like, <laughs> "Okay, all right, <laughs> all right." Well, this was the this was the band that I had never. I I had to. I had this, never. Heard. Is this prog rock? Are we calling rock? Them? Is <laughs> well, UFO prog rock? I, what a Norwegian uh, yeah. death metal. No, oh, no, 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 no. Let's play. Let's play a couple seconds of uh, Rock Bottom by UFO. Yeah, I'm putting on my jean jacket. Louder, louder. Smoking yes, louder. a little weed. The, louder. The weed smoke's pouring out of the, the van. Drums. The drums aren't here yet, but wait. Okay, now I'm seeing it. It's like a 70s movie. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. The van opens. You're in the, yeah. Smoke comes no, they're out. Still, they're still hauling down yeah, the highway, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point. Yeah. This, this really starts to rock, though. I mean, this is just slow, and it builds up, and there's... This song, it's six something minutes. Long song. Yeah. But there's a great guitar solo. Yeah. And I mean, there's. It's, it's pretty like toe tapping. Did you listen to, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. to the whole like, this song? This kind of rocks. This, this song And it's rocks. Michael Shanker, who, you know, of Scorpions. Oh, is Michael that right? Shanker, yeah. This is the same singer as. This Scorpions. is Bill Mogg. No. Uh, that was. Um, Scorpions was. Uh, he had some German name like Klaus or something okay. like that, but this was Phil Mogg, I think. Um, I'm not sure if they were German or English, but he was a guitarist. Michael Schenker, okay. yeah. Michael Schenker, yeah. incredible guitarist. I mean, I mean, this is 70, early 80s, just, just, you know, yeah, great guitar work. Some great of those concerts, guitars. I can just imagine, like we're just the weed everywhere. And just everyone just fucking rocking out. It was. Wearing man. jean jackets and just fucking. They recorded. Ah! Uh, well, I've seen them several times. I did not go to the concert that they recorded their Lights Out live, uh, which was the Amphitheater. Oh, okay. And they've got a big hit song called Lights Out. And they would do Lights Out in London is how, is how the song goes. But then, you know, Lights Out in Chicago and you just hear all the people. Wow. You yeah. know, just, I mean, that was. That was rock. You're right. Events. Hot, and yeah. it was just uh, just I can nuts. I can just feel it. How come they didn't get bigger? Did they just they break were pretty up? big, man. Really? They, they were yeah. Back big. in the day, yeah, I didn't. I they're, they're actually. I just saw they were touring again. Is it one of those like one one original? I, I don't. I, you know, I know Pete Wade died, who was I think their bassist, and uh, um, yeah, I, I I can't imagine it being too many guys. So how did you get introduced to UFO then? Were they on the radio? It was radio? just, yeah, they were big. They really? were huge in like Chicago. the Loop? Yes, the Loop. <laughs> 98 Rock, baby. Hell My yeah. Loop jacket. That's no. what I was, I forgot to ask about Talking Heads. Would they be played on the, were they getting radio play? been like XRT. 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 Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wait, so, was this right around the time of the the, the disco demolition then, when this song came out? Uh, 70, yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Was disco that big of a problem? It was so uh, it was just hated, everywhere. hated because you were this either rock that, and then my bad. and then uh, seventy four was disco. Uh, no, no, no. This album, studio album, phenomenon. Which well, that's song. what the people got into this music in the early seventies, right, right? And then disco but, came around seventy seven, seventy eight. But the demolition was seventy nine, is what I was saying. Okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a problem. <laughs> people didn't, you know, it was just so different, and yeah. Well, Steve Dahl just was pissed too because he his he got fired from a station that went disco. So that's it's so crazy. wild that a whole station would just go disco overnight. But I mean, if it's right? the times, sure. Didn't, didn't that happen I, here? Did the loop went the loop to went Christian, Christian overnight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, yeah. Because that's the thing, too, we talk about. Sometimes there are certain songs that people will have on their list that is on every radio station or it was on MTV and VH1 and it was on, you know, the local rock station, the local adult contemporary station. The well, everything. there's so many tunes that they continue to play that are uh, standards. Is mm-hmm. that what sure. rock standards? I would say so. You know, okay, okay. That's why with a Stones tune, I wasn't going to... Sure. You know, give me shelter or anything. Stop, stop, stop. You know. Yeah. Uh, no, let's let's dig a little. Listen to if people here listening to this are gonna dig out these songs and listen to the whole thing, then they're gonna get turned on to maybe some stuff they haven't heard, and that's what you want to do instead of going, oh, yeah. I'm, you know, give me shelter is my favorite, or miss you, which I love, miss you know all of the tumbling some, nice. Some, I always like when girls, I would make a um, mixtape. To put on a couple deep cuts to kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm turn them on. So you know, now we always ask this question: Did you? Did you ha- when's the last time you made, you made a mixtape for somebody? Oh, man, or a mix or a playlist? Probably, or a playlist? Probably nineties, uh, early nineties. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, did you make cassette mixtapes? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. okay. Nice. I, I right to Marty's uh, right. We have like I've been cleaning out my parents' house and I've got mixtapes of. Oh, I had the I cassette, dual cassette yes. back in the. What was your strategy? Timing. Was it just kind of like? Uh, I don't know, man. There was <laughs> transitions to each song. I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't uh, like whatever your mood was when one song ended. You're like either this is bringing you down or bringing you just keep going, keep going. I don't know why. Ride. I was always a fan of if I had. Uh, the regular version and then the acoustic version. I would always do those back to back. Really, I always oh, thought that was kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my rule was you can't have more than one artist on. If you can't have more than one song from an artist, or, or if you sure. do, it's got to be spaced out, kind of sure. like a radio station. Sure. You don't do two for twos. Two unless, for Tuesdays, unless it's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> unless it's Tuesday, you sure do. Yeah. Were the, what were the mix? What were the basis for mixtape? Were you like, I never, I never liked live. Okay. I mean, the music. Same. The only, the only exception. Well, there's two actually. Frampton comes alive. Okay. I almost put a, one of them and Ario Speedwagon. Uh, you get what you play for. Those two only live versions. The only live Studio, versions. I guess unless you're I'm doing an, an all live mixtape, that was yeah. the, that would be acceptable. But I would never. Throw but it just in. messes up the flow. Messes because also flow. you hear you know, <sighs> like, and, no. and, and and there's never a quick break in. It's always just you know, and then the, yeah, the, you couldn't fade out on a dual really. uh, yeah. on a dual uh, cassette. Did you make the mixtapes for? Uh, for, for what were the basis for them? Were like for crushes or like friends? No, just friends, just okay. friends that were in the same music that I went to concerts with and stuff like that. Just you know, was there ever one band that your friends were like, Dan, you got to get into these guys, and you're just like, no, I can't. Uh, foreigner, uh, yeah, foreigner, man. <laughs> no, I did. Like I said, I listened to them. Um, uh, you know what? Which I'm ashamed to even say, but Queen. Okay. Um, at the time, because I've since. Turn Since, around, you know, yeah, yeah. Seeing that they've got some great no stuff, in that. but but you know, in high school and that, I I had no interest to go in the Sea Queen. No. I was I was the same with uh, with uh, um, what do you call it, Bruce Springsteen. I didn't like him or Michael Jackson. Interesting. But then I got like to a me, I, what felt, was I, I uh, Rush. I remember so many people being like, "You would love Rush," and I'm just like, "I don't, I don't want to." And you to still Rush. haven't. Tur- is there bands no. that you've turned the corner on though that you didn't like back then that you're like, mm, now you like? I don't know. I'm trying to Foreigner? think if there I was can get anything. Get you to the police. I mean, you know, <laughs> he hates the police. There's too. some of those. I'm not a huge police fan. Like, there's this I channel. Don't get me started. Damn. There's a channel Rock that I, fan. I, I mean, watch. I just got nauseated <laughs> by it hearing it. It's there's like, a, this guy's whining. Why are they playing this over and over again? There's this channel, uh, cable channel called Axis. AXS and they play uh, they have Japanese wrestling on there which I love but it's also this old man concert station where it's just like it's like god these these dudes are just still going and they're just like uh, it's like Holland Oats or something like that. <laughs> it's or, the and video or the new no. stuff they're out there now. Well, or it's Hall old? has a show on there called yeah. Hall's House where you go and play oh, music. Oh, with, yeah. With, I heard. I heard. It's good. Like he has bands on and, there, then, yeah. and then it's just all these concerts. Daryl's House. Like yeah. Daryl's House. Hall's House sounds too cool. Let's, <laughs> let's bring it down. Let's make it Daryl's House. But yeah, there are those where they're just like, you know, like, yes, in concert. And it's just like you see these dudes just still going and you're like, oh, man, they're still they're still out there. They're still going. I think for me, U2 is probably the one where uh, everyone's like, you got like U2. I'm like, I don't have to like U2. See, I was totally into U2 back then. But now I, it's like one of those things that you said where I, I've had enough. Like if I hear another U2 song, I have to like turn it off. I can't stand them anymore. But I was a huge U2 fan. Yeah. Yeah. They put some stuff out there. Speaking of putting stuff out there, our next artist. 
put some stuff out oh, there yeah. for a short little while. <laughs> Is this the one you didn't see in concert? Yes. Okay. And although at the Aragon, um, yeah. You know I'm no good, Amy Winehouse. She's got a classic vibe. It's, uh, yeah. I love it. She's yeah. somebody who, back in the day, like her in the 70s, would have been probably gigantic. Like she would have probably been absolutely gigantic. So she played the Vic Theater in Chicago. I don't know if you guys know this story. What? Um, she did. And uh, it was right after uh, Rehab came out. She canceled. Uh, so she, you- So this is what happened. She had, uh, she was, I don't know if she ended up doing the show or not, but she only had 30 minutes of music to play. In a way, I, that's what am I talking true. about? That's not true. At, at the all. time, the first time she came here, she only had a 30 minute set. She went into the, then she went back outside. The black wasn't, uh, it was, bef- yet. It, it wasn't, be yeah, it was, that. it was before that. Um, I did see her in concert and, uh, and it was amazing. Like, she was amazing. But, like, before the show, she went outside to the front to see the lines and, like, was just handing out lollipops to people because she was just so shocked. She got so big so fast that she wasn't ready for it. And it was a free show, too. I think it was, like, an XRT thing. But she had blown up before um, she actually had a live show. Hmm. Fun fact. Well, she didn't have a live show for very long. Because uh, she was slurring and falling over and everything else. Yeah, I've seen some of the like that documentary. It's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, that, that was that was cool. And then there's some YouTube stuff of her in Brazil. Yeah, and stuff where yeah, she's yeah, just yeah. It's just like it's one of those documentaries you watch and you're just like, who was like cool with putting her on stage at these points? But it's just like money, money, money. Got to well, make her, that money. Her boyfriend, was boyfriend, a, the dad. Her, yeah, was her just dad. Like, oh, too, scummy, yeah, so real sad. scummy, real scummy people. So here was her uh, set list. Uh, and I was there. I could be one of those guys who was there. And it was... You hear sometimes about 2007, bands, May 3rd, 2007. Bands that don't have a, a lot of songs. So they'll do like their big hit song at the beginning and then at the end. You know, they'll open with the big single and then close with the big single again. Maybe do it a little different. Yeah, she played. Uh, she played 2007 at the Vic Theater. Nice. Um, played 15 songs. Closed with, you know, I'm no good. When did this come out? It was it this. The album. Yeah, she's been dead for what? How many years now? I don't know. Uh, maybe not seven. Well, it's 2009. Yeah, maybe about five, six years. Yeah, jeez. I don't know. Let's say she died in. When did back to 2011? Black? Okay, so that would have come out 2010. So that's back in black. Oh my or, shit, that's almost not ten years old. Almost yeah. back ah. to black was 2006. You know, I'm no good was on that. Wow, and Valerie. I remember songs. hearing about her and like reading about her in magazines back when like Spin magazine was like the go-to. You know, music she was bag. so I man. They were just like because like the the rock journalists loved her, and then you're like, okay, here we go, and then it's like, oh, it was actually really I. Really, this was one too where I, I would never buy. I never bought any of her CDs, but I, anytime it was on, I was always like, "This, I, oh, I, I get got it. hooked. I, get I, it. Got I got hooked, hooked right instantly, away, man." Yeah. yeah, I heard this. I was like, and it was I, such I a was, throwback." I was watching her her stuff, her live concert from whatever Prince Albert Hall or wherever mm-hmm. it was, and um, yeah. whatever I could get, I was watching of it. Uh, like that, I don't know if that documentary, Amy. Yeah, because I went to the theater to actually to see that. That was I was excited when that came out, but her first acapella interviews where she was sitting with producers she didn't have her high hair she mm-hmm. was she, she she had she was a little, there, little junky video actually video there's video yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so much video of that that's one of those documentaries i watch and i'm like well i'll never be famous because there's no video of me like <laughs> doing my first joke or anything like that yeah but yeah it was wild seeing how it kind of she just transformed and yeah she yeah uh she went away to saint lucia an island and uh I remember reading how she was just filthy animal. Like yeah. the maids would find just blood everywhere and just shit in their she rooms. She was out of her mind. Just, yeah. And she point. got so skinny and gross looking, but she was hot for a I don't know, man. Something about her. She's not yeah. the most attractive woman, but man, she just she's sexy. was hot. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I think she's very. I think she's Mark Ronson was is, the guy who produced that album. Yeah, that Mick movie. Ronson's son. Of course, you guys know Mick Ronson. Yeah, what was who? who I, I know the story. Who's Mick Ronson? He's he was uh, a guitar player for uh, Mata Hoople. And, oh, and, and his mom's someone famous as well, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, that could be. He, I heard I him on Howard Stern. His... He was on Howard Stern. He's got quite an interesting life. Of like, I think it was one of those like he had like a like his 
dad, and then he had like a cool stepdad or something like that. Like his mom, I think he went. Oh, from I believe like it. That someone yeah. to someone. That's and it was when like, oh wow, was you're banging like, everybody else's wife. You yeah. know, you know. How did you? How would you guys? How was like the that sort of like gossipy stuff? Like your Fleetwood Mac, like love triangles and stuff like that. How would you? Would that just be like in the newspapers or just kind of like word of mouth? Like how would that kind of spread? Rolling Stone, go ahead, Paul. You're His excited. stepfather is Foreigner's guitarist. That's Jones. right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. How did I not know? This? Well, Marty was wrong. He wasn't the yeah. cool one. Yeah, not the cool one. Not the cool one. How but like, that... how would you? How would you hear yeah, about how... all the like Cream Magazine, the Rolling gossip Stone, and stuff? Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh... Interviews. They would sort of. Yeah. Or that, and the music was probably pretty. Autobi- that was sort of like how the news would no, get out, autobiographical. It was a, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the music, although, you know, they would write some stuff on that, yeah. obviously. But uh, no, it was, it was more just you, you would hear rumors. The radio DJs would, would unload some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, In between songs? They would just yeah, say, hey, how... this band, I don't know if you guys heard, but Stevie Nicks uh, well, yeah. did more cocaine last night. <laughs> Stevie Nicks, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, just going off that set list, uh, she played, I, and I know I, it's ringing, uh, I'm remembering, she had played 15 songs, but one, two, three, four, four of them were covers. Yeah. And when she did those covers, it was just her band playing, and she would just go off stage. So she did Monkey Man, Toots and the Maytals. Yeah. Well, Monkey Man, she's recorded, actually, right. where she's, she's singing. Valerie, then she Valerie's did. Valerie's great. That, hey, that's a great Hey, time. Little Rich Girl, the specials. Right, but, yeah. But to extend that set, and I do remember this now because uh, it was a jam production show. My friend works at Jam, and he was like, "They didn't have she didn't have enough music for the the whole thing." It was a year after she headlined. She yeah she was it was like a WXRT presents. It was like a free show. I I think it was. I free. remember because she was supposed to play the Aragon with Paulo Nutini, who has that tune New Shoes. I don't know. He has a lot of great songs, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Um, and I was so excited to go. She canceled. And she canceled because she yeah. was. Just That's when she was messed up. But this was totally her up. Chicago set. And I remember uh, th- there would be these long extended... And she had a great backing band. I mean, she had the horn section, everything. Right. And they were phenomenal. So you, were, you wouldn't allow it. But, you know, it was like one of those things like you were talking about with Yes concerts. It, she, they would just jam for like five minutes. And you're like, okay, where is she? She'd dance for a little bit. She'd go off stage. She'd come back on. Yeah, she had that little just stand in place dance, that little just where she right. wiggled to side to side and she'd lift her shoulders back and forth. And God, it was sexy. But, but it was like one of those things where she was already bigger than her bridges. She did, she couldn't fill a full, a full, full, she a became, full headliner um, set. A Halloween costume for a lot of people. Yeah. That was and wild. When she too, died, that, there was too. That's interesting that she has all those like ska kind of like yeah. old ska songs. I, th- yeah. I was expecting specials, uh, maybe a Zutons. punk or a ska song on here on your list. Uh, I, I actually we like had one on the cutting reggae, the cutting reggae, room floor. We had a yeah, Ramon song yeah. that didn't make the cut. Yeah, I, t- I took that. No one reggae off. or, or ska. I or love anything. reggae. I yeah. and ska as well. I love, so why like, don't you like the police? The police are very uh, reggae. Going to the Caribbean, man. Listen yeah. to some of that stuff. I love yeah. all that. Like old, old, old ska. Like so, it's just so specials. just like even pre specials. You know, like Toots and the Mantles, like stuff like that, or like. Just like the old, old, old sky. When I used to go to the Caribbean, I used to, like, I'd go to some of the French islands or, or whatever, and I would just go into music shops and yeah. get CDs of just stuff I've never heard of and hope that I enjoyed it. They were it. good, yeah. And there was, some, there was you know, a lot of it I never listened to. I had, a, time, but. I had a, a reggae uh, and ska hour when I was a DJ at WHSD in, in, in Hinsdale Central. Our high school had our own station so i had my reggae hour with when peter tosh huh during school uh no it was at nighttime okay. and actually those cassettes i found some of my first and, and it's one of those things how did you did you want to do this guy or you just had yeah it, that was no i loved I, I had a, a brief period in the early 90s where i was a huge reggae fan mm-hmm. and, and i was into peter tosh was my mm-hmm. favorite um and then andrew tosh his son was really good too he had a song called the greatest it was a cover and uh, they did a reggae festival. I don't remember if you remember. They had a reggae fest at Poplar Cre- then Poplar Creek, where it was like Black Uru, uh, Steel Pulse, Toots and the Maytal, oh, mm-hmm. members of Toots, and uh, it was a great it was a great concert. Everyone just got high. Were you like remember. giving away tickets on your high school radio? No, show? we didn't. We weren't that big. <laughs> Third but, caller. But uh, would uh, we would get tickets to stuff? And I remember we had like uh, there were like bands that would come in and we get free tickets to to give people to like shows. But it was high school, so it had to be all ages show. Mm-hmm. I remember we gave away tickets to a Fitzpatrick Fitzgerald show, and then we're, we're like, wait a minute, 
it's 21 and over. Yeah, no one can come no one can to go. the show. Give them to your parents. But uh, I did like reggae, and I did, when I had my regular hour, I would go back to the, the hits like uh, Foreigner and The Police and Yes and Rush. <laughs> Man, I, I haven't really listened to that in a while. It's, yeah. it's time. I love it. It's Bring such it a good summertime again. music too, yeah. and just like this vacation, oh, it just puts it's me in just that. so. Yeah. Do you so, think? Do you like Bob Marley still? Like I can't stand. No, Bob Marley I like anymore. more ska than reggae. Yeah, I'm more ska than reggae. Old huh. ska just has that like. It's just like you need to hear the kettle drums, steel drums. Yeah, I love it. And then I mean, I love even just like trashy like pop punk from like the early 2000 late 90s mid like i just man i don't know to who me it's you, just who, like who's that new york dolls it's like different yeah, yeah i like yeah. the new york dolls i mean I, I love like old like iggy pop and stuff uh-huh. and just but i mean like a lot of the stuff that those bands inspired you know what mm-hmm. i mean like you're i mean obviously like uh operation ivy or like um you know rancid and stuff like that like i like those bands but i also like the kind of like there were so many one hit wonders back then yeah, yeah uh that just like are bands that like played the warp tour one year then they just went away and it was just like all right but man i still i dig it cuz you were playing at Zanies a couple weeks ago, I was like listening to all these songs, and I'm like, oh, I know that. Yep, I know that song. I know that song. You and do it, have a good. Uh, you the one thing. Uh, it's cool when you're working at Zanies because you we can tell your set lists have been thought out. They were good music. I used to. Lo- that's actually how I think we started talking about music is because you had really good songs on the thing, and I introduced you to uh, what was that band that you didn't hear about? No, I can't remember. Was their it name. Goldfinger. No, it's like a new band that sounds like Led Zeppelin. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, the kid yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah. Van uh, Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van yeah. Fleet. Yeah, and I go watch. Just listen to this. What do you me. think when you, you see that? Are you just like, oh, that's cute. It, it, it is. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> I know they probably well, hate it. I mean, it. he's saying Robert Plant acknowledged them and this and yeah. that, and it's like, yeah, I guess, but I mean, but it's a they're it, good. It, if you look at it, oh, Led Zeppelin's putting out new stuff. I mean, is that how you're looking at it? <laughs> do yeah. You, do you think that? Uh, in the the world we live in, I like asking this question. Do you think a rock band could get back up to like being the number one musician musical act in the um, billboards in the world? You mean like billboards? Yeah, I mean like right now it's like Beyonce. It's you know yeah. it's like it's it's more hip hop. It's more uh, the only the only one that I think that could do it is the Rolling Stones again. I, no, because if they came out, if they're writing, if they came out with an album, let's say like their last great one. I don't know, tattoo you or probably some girls, some girls. No, but what if they put together some songs like that? They've got such a network of, of fans that look at the, look at how many tickets they sold on this tour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, what about, why would guns and roses were, are even more recent than they couldn't pull it off. Did they write anything? Something happens. Chinese democracy. Something happens. Well, you look at at, it, even anymore, you you know, cheap trick or, or, uh, you know what their catalog looks like? It's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Gigantic. Yeah, you're right. And we know five or six albums where most of their hits came from. Right. So there was so many albums with with really nothing that was Yeah. But how are they going to how are they going to pinnacle to be like They're going to have to they're going to have to and I remember the Stones tried to do it with Emotional Rescue and we're talking disco that was right around oh, yeah. disco so oh, they yeah. tried like incorporate a little it. and they they had some songs that were um they were kind of crazy on that I didn't buy into them but there was one um was it Emotional Rescue that was was that the song It's kind of dancey but I, I didn't hate it. Like I right. didn't, I didn't hate it. Look at uh, look at uh, even the Grateful Dead. They they did Shakedown Streak, which yeah. is totally disco. Yeah, and people don't know it's. I remember it's, as a kid seeing the video. My brother is a huge Rolling Stones fan, and he would at the video store rent like the Rolling Stones VHS cassette of like their videos. I remember seeing the video on waiting. What is it? Waiting for a friend. Waiting, or, waiting, on, waiting a friend. on a friend. It's just, just like all in one take. I'm just like, what is this video? <laughs> it's just like Mick and Keith like. Walking around a neighborhood, then finally meeting New up, York, and I'm just yeah. like, "What is this?" Wasn't it filmed in New York? Like they're just walking well, down they, the street. Uh, yeah, that dancing with this in the streets oh, with God. David Bowie. I mean, oh Jesus, unwatchable. Right? I mean, that was, that I mean was, that's what they were doing. Do you remember though. when that came out? Was everyone just it like, was, "Fuck yeah, it yeah. Was MTV had just started, man, yeah. and it was they needed, like they needed film. Yeah. Uh, What's uh, uh, Golden Earring? You remember Golden Earring? Oh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Yeah. I love that. Was mm-hmm. you know right when MTV? It was. Twilight and Zone. and there were a lot of bands that well, MTV didn't have enough content. Yeah, they would play videos. anybody. So the police had a few videos. Fleetwood Mac had some stuff. So they would just would play over those because they yeah. 
that was great. I, I read the book. Um, I want my MTV and I, th- I forgot what band it was. It might've been the lead singer of winger Kip oh, winger. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, this was when like grunge really took over. And I remember him like calling MTV and he's like, they just, he's like, they wouldn't answer my phone calls. And he like went there and was just like, guys, you got to play my video. And they're just like, we're sorry, buddy. It's Heavy just not going to happen. Like, it's just not, it's just, it's over. And then, uh, and then he was like, and then they made fun of me on Beavis and Butthead. And my, I told my manager, I'm like, you better tell them to pull that cartoon. And they're just like, <laughs> Can Kip, actually help Kip them. we got you some better. bad news you for better. you, man. Like, it's just, it's over, bud. We're so yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, 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 the friend on, or the next door, the dorky. Yeah, he would have a winger, winger shirt. Yeah. yeah. So they became posers. But that just happens sometimes where you're just like the king of MTV. And then the next thing you know, like, they don't answer your phone They were the last ones to wear those tight, you know, like, lycra pants oh with yeah the, with the different stripe you know striper remember mm-hmm. i do remember hair, hair i do band? i remember striper christian hairband it yeah. was insane um britney fox do you remember them? i do remember britney fox i got in samantha fox samantha fox, samantha fox. Uh, naughty yeah, girls need love too that was a uh, she was a porn star <laughs> i remember that yeah. was she yeah she's a really? you can get her porn on there Okay. Uh, so you go back and well, find her okay. stuff. I'll do that. Sometime. Yeah, sometimes you know people Homework. like you say, you, like all of a sudden heavy metal's not in, and and that happens in in uh, acting too. You know, someone like Clint Eastwood is this huge star. Oh God, what a transition! Oh brother, my sorry. partner. I'm so sorry, Dan. My partner. <laughs> yeah. He's getting a hang oh, of uh, where did of that come from? Transitions. Uh, your your last song on the mixtape is. Out of nowhere. Yeah, this was out of nowhere. Clint Eastwood, Gorillas. Let's play a little of this for those that don't remember this song. You're shaking your head, Paul. Yeah, I never got into Gorillas, and I and I liked Blur, and I liked Damon. Yeah. I but I just couldn't when I, when he was doing these cartoon. Videos, yeah. right? I was just like, well, you don't have to get into the videos. The videos I didn't like I, the song. I saw them at uh, uh, Northerly Island. Oh uh, yeah, a couple years ago. Did he have the people dressed up or what no was it, cartoon? There was a big video screen, so there was okay. a lot, lot of that stuff going on. So uh, what? How was this? How does this come into play? I mean, I, I did you like Blur? Yeah. Okay, you were a Blur guy. Blur, well, Blur, song number two or whatever. Song, song two. Yeah. Song two is were you, just, were you Blur, Blur or Oasis? I. <laughs> We I, always ask that question if it either come uh, up. Probably Blur, I would have to really? say more. Okay. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, I spent time in England a little bit, you know, traveling a lot. And um, Manchester, it was just so overwhelming with how they love those guys. You were there around the mid just, just for a brief period, mm. yeah. I was also around London in the late 70s Whoa. when I saw big diaper pins in people's faces and the spiked hair that oh, was Oh, on the street where all that... Yeah, that was all... Yeah, yeah that Clash was and all that clap, yeah. Sex pistols. And yes, sex pistols. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So how did, the, how did Gorillaz make... How does this song play... How does this song play into your life? How is this on your, your mixtape? Yeah, certain, certain times I just discover something that's not the type of music that I listened to before, and I think the transition of even this type of music from the other bands that... Um, he was in what's the guy's name? That, that, Damon, Damon. Yeah, yeah. Albright. So there. I mean, it's it's totally different from what he was doing, in my in my opinion. I, so I, you just hear some stuff, and you just you know it's not what you're you're yeah. tasting There's necessarily, this, I, and then you gra- and then you gravitate to it, and you then you're just hooked on it. I have a song that's uh, it's kind of it's in this vein, and it's kind of like it's called it's this group called Brand Van Three Thousand, and they have a song called Drinking in L.A. And it's a lot of like background kind of like music. It's got like a DJ and stuff like that. And there's samples in it and everything. And it's one of these songs where I just, they're just like very nice, chill songs, a little different. Not something I would normally listen to or whatever, but I, but I just like it out in the background sometimes. And this is, yeah, this is one of those, one of those songs. I, I, I can't get into it. I don't know why. I couldn't get into Gorillas at all. And I liked Blur. I was a big uh-huh. fan of Blur. I wouldn't say a huge fan. I was more of an Oasis guy, but. I just didn't. Damon Auburn, that's no, the guy's okay. name. But uh, I just, I just Close didn't enough. think it was. Uh, it just seems so wonky and like, uh, like goofy. It's almost like he's not taking it seriously. If that makes any sense. But listen to the the stuff that's in here. Just a different. There is some cool stuff going on. I, I like the sampling and whatnot. But I, I just almost think like he's making a joke. He's, it's like it's like when blues. The Traveler, joke is the title of the of these. I mean. Uh, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Clint was okay with that. He didn't. I, 
I guess he was probably <laughs> honored. Yeah. This was probably after that one uh, Get Grand, Off My Lawn Grand movie. Torino. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm still cool. That's a great before, movie. Before he interviewed Obama in the empty chair at the oh, Republican convention. How, seeing them live, how close to this are they live? They they were great. Okay. This is, I mean, their albums. So I started listening to more and more of what they were putting out before I went and saw them. Mm-hmm. And the show was great. The show was really nice. uh, strong. Um, and they had a, a band open up for them. They were, um, it was an all black, like, um, ensemble, something jazz ensemble that was crazy, man. Good. Just watch. Yeah, they were, they blew me out. And I actually played a lot of that at Zany's downtown. It was, um, uh, when was the concert? Okay. It was uh, two years ago, maybe. Where's your favorite place in Chicago to see a concert? Because uh, Northerly Island, if people aren't familiar, it's an outdoor venue yeah. by the lake. Fun place to see a show. It was. It was. It was actually. Yeah. It was. But where's your place. Where's your go to? Um, you know where it was fun was uh, the Congress actually. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, I mean, I it, it was big. gigantic. Yeah, yeah, but I saw um, my son took me to see uh, Motorhead there. Oh, wow. With Clutch. Okay. And uh, it was just fun, man. It was just because I hadn't been in that environment in a while. I've usually, m- more recently, the concerts have been seats. Mm-hmm. And just to be in a, it wasn't a mosh pit or anything, but it was just, you know, t- I remember the last time when I saw you 2 at uh, United Center, my ex-wife that i was with just bitch because we were on the floor and people were just trying to push yeah toward the front. it's, it's just like, like stop these people yeah. stop. it's like shut up there's man. no stopping them yeah. yeah that's i just go in the back now it's like if i'm at the metro i just go by the back yeah. i go by the dj booth or the sound booth i'm not i'm not trying to get up close i can't do the much was it hypnotic brass band was yes it, it was it was found it hypnotic brass band um, and they are, we actually have the set list from that and then they, they did Clint Eastwood, uh, as an encore. Yeah, it was. So he doesn't play any Blur songs. No. <laughs> this is his getaway cool. from Blur. I got it. It's his it getaway. Was, I gotcha. I just, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, uh. I didn't yeah, this was the girls. first concert that I went to with my, my now wife. Oh, so we there's were, a tie-in. Yeah, yeah, there was. Do you guys go to a lot of concerts? Uh, we went to the stone. She ended up getting tickets, which I was amazed because we were like, oh man, we can't afford this. It's just crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. And then she had a friend that, uh, said, I've got two tickets. She bought tickets to both nights and then said, I can't really afford it. So we, so we got them at face. That's awesome. And my son was going, he paid bigger bucks and we were like where they kick field goals and way, way. And then he like texted me after the third song, he goes, we're in the, last row of the section we're in which was along the side just come stand behind us mm-hmm. right so we were standing anyways because nobody was sitting and we walked down there and then i could actually see the, the guys instead of watching the monitors and mm-hmm. just seeing a little you know nice so it was yeah so that was it was fun soldier field i saw some amazing but it's just too big of a it's venue man. it's not it's not uh I just feel like after you've been to like an intimate concert, like seeing someone at like Shuba's or Double Door or uh, the Aragon is fun. Um, if they, I've seen seated shows at the Aragon, and then I've seen like a, the uh, Black Crows. I saw there where it was just oh, wow. completely. I, I saw Black Crows at Aragon in like the nineties on their uh, Amorica tour. I, I think. think that might have been the it's same show, show I was at. Actually, yeah. was that that album that they had? No, to pull it wasn't out? Amorica. It was after that. It was uh, the blue. It was the blue uh, album. Maybe I was on that one too. I've saw them. I've seen them a bunch of times. Sir. They were yeah, it wasn't Black Crows. Amorica was the one with the, the when they had to pull it off the shelf. Yeah, and yeah. Put the, the case hair, over the it. They had a woman with their pubes showing on an right. American flag yeah, bikini bottom. <laughs> Rock and roll, baby. I love that. I love just like here's our idea, and the record label's probably like it's gonna be a. It's not by your side was the tour I went to the blue one, 1999. Yes, that's yes. when I was. I was at that concert. I was there. I was there. They, are the Black Crows a band that still puts out? No, they albums? broke up. Yeah, they always used to fight, right? That yeah. was like the yeah the brothers the brothers, the brothers of, yeah. Yeah, of the of the Oasis, Oasis yeah, yeah, whatever exactly. those. Two. And the, the one dude, uh, yeah, he was he, uh, the one who married Kate Hudson, Chris Robinson. Yeah, he was always like getting in trouble and stuff, and like he was fighting cool, fighting people yeah, yeah. at shows yeah, and stuff. I like that. I like a good man. rock star like that. Yeah, they were they were th- those first albums. Uh, I thought they were going to be Harmony's, around. I thought they were going to be around. Southern Harmony is easily one of my top ten albums of all time. Yeah, and then it still holds up. That's for another podcast, though. Yep, I don't know. 
too hard to handle or too no that's uh shake your money maker was the first one hard to handle uh southern uh hard to handle might be one of those songs i've done here which uh i'm good commitments version okay the commitments oh yeah yeah, i have heard that yeah that is their their commitments uh, andrew strong who's the lead singer which is just stupid because it's a fake band sure it was made for the movie but uh they put out some music and he he did it some solo stuff which is a lot of covers but love his voice man and he was only 16 years old when that movie was shot believe it or not wow wow which blows my mind because he, he looks, looks way older. older. Yeah. i'm also older. a big fan of putting covers on my mixtapes back in the day oh really big fan of covers yeah oh, i like some of the better yeah. stuff are covers it. man i like the, covers acoustic versions the i just greatest, love the the greatest thing about uh the apple music thing yeah. is, is that you can find covers of songs if you are if you're a you member put the of song them. in and you just put the song yeah. in and you and I got a I got a cover of uh, uh what was the song that now I'm like obsessed with um the cover versions way it's like it re the dr- the passion for the songs come back again when you hear them. Yeah, every once in a while a good cover will just kind of make you like a song or a band all over again. Um that's what I used to tell bands when uh, I was managing bands I'm like do a cover of something that's 10 years old, different genre. It's gonna blow you up. That was like the that was the formula in the two thousands. I feel like in the two thousands there was a lot of people ironically doing cover songs. Yeah. Uh, but they would get hit. Oh, the song I was thinking of was Every Day I Write the Book, Costello, Alison Brown's cover of it. So good. Of Elvis Costello's yeah. Every Day I Write the Every Book. Every day I like the book. Nice. What was the song that you were gonna play us out to? Keith uh, Richards, the worst. Uh, the I'll worst. let you guys chat for a second or two and I'll find it because it's a stone song. Um so yeah, I think that those are our mixtape. You think you gave us everything we needed to know, Dan? Uh, still disagree on a lot of music. It sounds like. What do you disagree on? What oh, five? Uh, Gorillas. I didn't. I don't like that song. Uh, I didn't know UFO, but I think that uh, it's a. It's a. Have good you song. listened to that all the way through? Before when I, I listened to the song all the way through. Yeah, it's yeah. six minutes. It's six yeah. minutes long, um, but it was. It's uh, definitely. This is off of Steel <laughs> Wheels. Steel the worst Richard singing. This was one of those I think I had a tape in a car that growing up that I would drive. Listen to this. I have never heard this. This spoke to junior high me, just a bad boy. I'm the worst kind of guy for you to be going out with in junior high, girl. Um... Let's go. Sorry, let's legally, well, play to, it oh, after legally. 10 seconds. <laughs> we do. We do. To get rid of it. Dan, where can people find out more about you and the great things you're doing? For uh, come out to Zany's Comedy Club in Rosemont. I'm usually hanging out there. Uh, What's your Instagram? Uh, heavy Coconut. Heavy so, Coconut. Yeah, follow me there. And I put up pictures. I travel a lot. So there's some crazy stuff. Yeah. You used to have a nice, uh, you used to have one with a little Donald Trump that would travel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to actually bring that out again. And you have a podcast, too, that you might bring back, which is the uh, first podcast I ever listened to uh, was you your podcast, because you introduced me to podcasts when you had uh, Tony Hinchcliffe on. Oh, That's okay, the very cool. first podcast I ever listened to. It's Yeah, it's, it's with comics. Most of my, uh, it's called Beyond O-R-D. And O'Hare Airport. Yes, Beyond O-R-D. The reference. And uh, it's on... Uh, I don't know. iTunes. It is, but I think they to- took it off. My my site got hacked by the Russians. It and that's true. And us. it was all porn. It was all Russian porn. And so I got rid of the website. And I don't know if Apple, uh, you know, iTunes has still got. I don't know. But it's we'll uh, lip, lib sync uh, okay. or lib, whatever that is. Lib. Just Google it's Dan on, Carlson. It's on. You, all it's the, the episodes are still up. So, yeah. All right. Well, Dan, thank you for making us next time. Thanks for making time for us. Thank you, Marty. Uh, I guess I'll give UFO uh, a little more of a listen. Thank you all for listening. Do it. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, hit subscribe and uh, message us at paulmartymix at gmail.com. And give us a nice review. Rate, review, and subscribe. As they say, it helps with the algorithms. Make me a new